shifting gears, that proposition is a painful one for the Miami Dolphins and their fans who could have been at home this week and instead could be playing in the coldest NFL wildcard playoff game in history. Rick Horro is a sport professor coming to us from South Florida. And Rick, I got to tell you, it will be a very interesting uh, set of circumstances. Miami Dolphins traveling to Arrowhead to play against the Kansas City Chiefs. There's so many storylines. Uh, that is one of them. Just how cold it could get in KC. Yeah, well, it'll be the fourth coldest third coldest doesn't really matter and i personally decided to not take the invitation to be in the warm and it's just a question of getting in and getting out i thought i would outsmart myself a little bit go to the tampa bay buccaneers game now you need to verify this i don't want to break news on your uh, network but i just saw the prompt from my kind of nfl friends that the bills game may in fact be postponed until monday at 4 30 uh, before the next game because of the weather. So verify that before you get off the air. And my sense would then be that we're going to have some issues relative to uh, uh, the, uh, you know, Monday shakeup, which means no one o'clock window for a game tomorrow. But I'll let you report that. And the bottom line is the playoffs are big and very important, as we know. How painful is it for the Miami Dolphins that they had home field advantage uh, within their grasp? They could have been the number two seed. Instead, they let the Buffalo Bills get away with it. Uh, Bills win yet another AFC East championship. Can Tua, McDaniels, and the Dolphins recover in Kansas City? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's painful the eye of the beholder uh, as a longtime Dolphin fan would have been great for the Dolphins to win the division, especially holding a three-game lead so close to uh, where it was. But uh, uh, the – all right, so there's the official uh, commitment, by the way. The New York governor, Kathy Hochul, just announced the game would be on Monday. So Monday at 4.30 p.m. I believe 4.30. We'll see. But it'll be right before the Buccaneers game on ESPN. Uh, And so that's – you hear here first. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I take my chances in Kansas City. I, I, look, I, I know the curse of the Dolphins in Buffalo. I was, you know, there Monday. I mean, last Sunday. I, I know what it's like for the Bills to continue to beat them. Uh, my sense was the Dolphins weren't going to beat them twice, let alone once. And remember, you know, had they won the division, they'd have played the Bills right back in Miami on Sunday. I'd rather go to Kansas City. Frankly, I would rather be in a position where we would let those non-receivers try to catch the ball. <laughs> We're talking to the sport professor, Rick Horro here on the sport market on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Buffalo Bills game moved to Monday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Rick, you and I have often talked about the fact that what drives television ratings more than anything are good stories, storytelling, there are so many stories this wild card weekend. What's your favorite backdrop? A lot of different stories. I, I, I don't know what's favorite because there are, you know, a whole bunch. Obviously, uh, Goff, Detroit, uh, L.A., uh, Legacy, Packers, Cowboys. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers trying to run the Bills into the ground. 
you know, there, there, are, there are a number of issues, and, and let's just assume that uh, each one of these games uh, has a chance. This, this first weekend, by the way, I was looking at the stats of it. I think when you add it up empirically, um, there will be more uh, a, a closer to 500 parity um, than than any other you know group of six first round games. Let's say because everybody's ten and six, everybody's eleven and seven. I understand or or, or eleven and six, ten and uh, uh, ten and seven, eleven and six. I do understand that uh, you know the, uh, the the Packers and the Buccaneers are nine and eight. That's an anomaly. You know, at the front end of it, you got the, the Niners basically running away with the NFC. But, you know, most everybody, there's a log jam at 10 and 6 uh, or 11 and 6 and and, and, uh, and uh, 10 and 7. And I think that means some exciting and close playoff games. We'll just have to see. Rick, it's a developing story. It'll probably make our podium next week. It's certainly a big penny stock this week. And that is reports out of the New York Post that ESPN and the NFL are close to a deal, a very comprehensive deal, a very, how can I say, risk reward deal and one that will have some challenging optics. It has NFL taking an equity position in ESPN and it has ESPN taking over NFL Network, Red Zone and more. Uh, can the sports betting side of this be managed in a way that this deal goes forward fully as it appears to be contemplated? Yeah, it'll have to be managed. I mean, it, it can it be? It, it better be. At the end of the day, if that's going to be the deal, it's going to be one of those things where totally comprehensive, uh, you know, ESPN wanting to grab all future rights and games they understand what the value of not only their deal is but their opportunity to control the process and they're willing to pay whatever it takes quid pro quo is they've got to manage the gambling situation and you know that's that's what it's all about at the end of the day because that's where a lot of the revenue is rick we've got uh, about two minutes here i wanted to ask you we, we this week was populated by a whole series of high-road end-of-relationships. The end of the line for Bill Belichick with the New England Patriots. Nick Saban uh, retiring from Alabama. Pete Carroll, mutual uh, uh, breakup with the Seattle Seahawks. And then, of course, Tiger Woods and Nike, arguably the biggest breakup of them all after 27 years. Uh, Which of those really occupied your mind, your sport business mind over these past uh, 72 hours. I think they're all important. You know, the Tiger Woods breakup, not anticipated. Um, you know, he, uh, the breakup is a very important partnership breakup because at the end of the day, this is a, uh, you know, he put him in the golf business and he put him in the retail business basically. And so there's going to be an issue now to see where things are going with, with Tiger. He is as important today as he used to be, although not on the course. And, uh, you know, you got legacy coaches. Um, and I think we've seen the last of, uh, of a couple of them, uh, meaning on the field again, you know, Nick Saban and, and uh, 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 but maybe not Pete Carroll, you know, definitely not Jim Harbaugh. And, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, realizing how important it is that coaches uh, are, are relevant to this whole world. 
Rick, as always, we so appreciate all those perspectives. I'm going to be thinking about you big time uh, during Dolphins at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, uh, that'll be a cold one, but not the kind of snow that's postponed the Buffalo Bills-Pittsburgh Steelers game until Monday night. You have a terrific Super Wild Card weekend. All right, man, you too. Talk to you. All the best. He is the sport professor, Rick Horrow.